This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I don't have any. Hey, it's Crimson. And what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming. And just thank you for listening. So about a week ago, I did a what do you mean video talking about how, um, what was that video talking about? How um, he's like shit on like Kim Kardashian and, and Pete Davidson and shit like that. And I thought this was just like, of course, you know, I heard another Christian apologist talking about how certain things are wrong and, you know, have the hangups with sex. And it's funny, I've actually met a few Christians that have hangups with sex but I've had few Christians that feel that sexual expression is something that they should not be ashamed of. And like, yeah, like I, I, I like that a lot of people are becoming more progressive because if we have this type of way of thinking about things, then like, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Let, let's, let's say this shit out. Shall we? All right, let's go. Last year, Will and Jada Smith had a public conversation in which they talked about how their marriage was almost over, and it was at that time that Jada had an affair with a young rapper. Yeah. All right, all right, okay, 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 okay. All right, so, back the fuck up. Let's have this conversation. Um, a lot of people point out that it was Jada who almost ended the marriage and shit like that. Like, they also admitted that Will was fucking around. We have had rumors for years that he was fucking around. And not just with women. That, like, there are rumors um, that um, um, Tisha Cap was like, yeah, Will was fucking my husband and shit like that. And I'm like, okay. But, like, yeah, no, this is, this is of course, blame the woman. Just like he did last time because, you know, Christians. All right, let's, let's go. I really felt like we could be over. Yeah, know? no, and we were over. Now, during the interview, Will seemed to be visibly hurt by the situation. But this year, he's expressed his contentment and his approval of it. In a recent interview with GQ magazine, Will talks about how him and Jada... Damn, he looked old as shit now. I'm sorry. He looked old as shit. All right, all right, let's go. Now have an open marriage where they're able to sleep with other people and how for them, keeping the marriage open is the highest form of love. Yeah. In this video, we're... This is so immature. This is so immature. This is so motherfucking immature. Yeah, he is a Scientologist, but this is so immature. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Maybe because I may be part of a few playground groups. You know, sliders, monkey bars, swingers. Maybe because I know a couple of people in those groups that I'm just like, and so, like, the fuck? Uh, okay, okay, okay. 
We're going to talk about what they claim the problem was in their marriage, how choosing an open marriage is supposed to solve that problem, how ironically I can relate to their problem, and why I do tell, do tell. Okay, okay. I will never make it through this video if I keep it stopping. I came to a different solution than they did. Now, referring to their open marriage, Will said, We have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way, and marriage for us can't be a prison. And I don't suggest I wrote for anybody, but the experiences that the freedoms that we've given one another and the unconditional support, to me, is the highest definition of love. So what Will... Yeah, he said he can relate to an open marriage. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Wait... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I feel like there's some context needed here. There's some context needed here. All right. So context needed. Having a threesome will not save your marriage. Having an open marriage will not save your marriage. Being a swinger will not save your marriage. What will save your marriage is communication, counseling, empathy, truthfulness, trust. That's what saved your marriage. Now, in healthy relationships or in healthy poly or swinging or open relationships, those things are requirement. But, like, I... I... Yeah, that just saying that, oh, we're going to open our marriage, is not going to be... Uh, it's not going to be a save-all. And please don't tell me this fool is going to try to act like that's what they're saying. Let's go, let's go. Will seems to be saying here. Wait, where's the picture? Press the wrong button. There we go is how they find their open marriage to be more loving since they've given each other permission to have sex with other people. Will has also been vocal about the fact that one of the key moments that led to their decision was when they came to realize that it wasn't their job to make the other person happy. Jada and I... He doesn't understand what he means by that. Oh, my God. He doesn't understand what he... Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Realized that we were on individual journeys. And it feels so good to get to that space where you're not complaining and worrying and demanding that a person be a certain thing to... to um, uh, sort of satiate your ego deficiencies, you know? It is not your responsibility to make your wife happy, Right? Just like it's not my wife's responsibility to make me happy. Mm -hmm. It's Oh, okay. He, he doesn't get what somebody would say this. He, okay. Okay. Let's let's go. And this looks like it was like 20 years ago and shit. Am I wrong? But this, don't this look like it was like 20 years ago? Uh, okay. Let's go. My responsibility to make me happy. And it's her responsibility to make her happy. And then we're going to come together and build. He said they're going to come together. Uh, okay. Alright, alright, let's go. ...on that happiness. I think from these interviews, and also from other interviews that we won't play here, we can start to not only understand what they understood to be the problem in their marriage and why they chose an open marriage as the solution, but we can also start to understand ourselves better when we find ourselves experiencing similar problems. Let me explain. So when I... Alright, so, here. No, it, I, I get what he's actually saying. Okay, so, let's let's actually just have this conversation. Come on, you and I, we're about to have this conversation. And you've actually heard me say this before. And if you haven't heard me say this before, then um, like, yeah, we're gonna have a hard, hard drive one on one. Me and who? You know, there's no other people watching. It's, it's just me and you, whoever's watching this later back on YouTube. Um, 
in, like this goes for like if you're in sale and shit like that, yeah, this will work for you too. All right. So um, if you get a partner, they're not your other half. You are a complete person. You, you, you are a complete person. And having a partner, having a wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, non-MB partner, or MB non-partner, you know what I mean. We're having three or four of them. No matter how many you have, it's not going to make you happy until you make sure you know what makes you happy and give you that self-confidence in yourself to find happiness in yourself. Not in some new age bullshit, but in finding contentment in who you are. If you don't like who you are, knowing that you can work to change it. No amount of sexual, sensual, sweat, hotty, hot, loving, robbing sex would actually will ever resolve that. No, no, no amount of that would actually resolve that. What will resolve that is self-work, counseling, um, and um, looking for self-improvement. Not that bullshit, Jerry. You know, you know, George Peterson shit. Like literally, like, hey, I need goals, I need steps to actually orient to and help with my mental health because we live in a society that doesn't prioritize mental health. That specifically will help you be somebody that's not even going to use happy. I will use content on who you are on your personal journey. So that's what I want to share. That your partner's responsibility. It's not to make you happy or justify your existence. Uh, your yeah, justify your existence. They're there to offer you comfort, to offer you support in your journey to grow yourself. That's my TED talk. And let's get back to the video. When I think about it, when you go all the way back to the beginning, it seems that Will and Jada started their marriage with an assumption that most of us millennials also have about marriage. And that's the assumption that marriage is fundamentally about happiness and being happy. As this situation starts... I... I... Wait, what? Wait, 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 run that back again marriage and why they chose an open marriage as the solution but we can also start to understand ourselves better when we find ourselves experiencing similar problems let me explain so when i think about it when you go all the way back to the beginning it seems that will and jada started their marriage with an assumption that most of us millennials also have about marriage and that's the assumption that marriage is fundamentally about happiness and being happy what is it about i'm so confused i have so many questions all right let's go as this situation starts to get played out, it goes something like this. It starts when we begin to date someone and we realize that they make us happy. And because our happiness is so profound, we decide that we want to marry them in order to secure that feeling of happiness. Now, of course, we expect to have some tough times here and there, but overall, we expect to be pretty happy. So when we start our marriage off with the assumption that marriage is ultimately about happiness, then we go into the marriage with the expectation that by getting married, the other person has basically signed up to have an overall happy marriage with us. But Nothing he said is incorrect. I mean, like, I know we were raised off of the generation of more than just millennials, raised off the generation of happy go love story and all that other good shit, Disney and shit that goes back to the romanticism movement. Matter of fact, I want to go kill the romanticism movement and, like, burn it with fire because I hate romanticism. Uh, okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 
but the millennial generation is not the only generation to actually feel this way because you know technology allows everybody to say what they want right now so it's not just millennials it's not just gen z but those gen x motherfuckers and the boomers did too when they made divorce easier a lot of people left their marriage as they should have the right to you dumb fuck. What? All right, let's go. As the marriage goes on, the fairy tale starts to fade, and we find ourselves having more bad times than good. At first, we figure that it's probably just the season, but the bad times outweighing the good times starts to become the new norm. And that's a point where Will and Jada found themselves, and to some degree, they were fortunate to come to that point. It's not my wife's responsibility to make me happy. Oh, okay. He's gonna come up with some super religious bullshit. Let's go, let's go. They were fortunate because they started to come to grips with the fact that if they decided to wait for their spouse to make them happy, then they may be waiting forever. The more that they relied on each other for their happiness, the more misery that they experienced. That this is, again, this is not untrue. So where's the conflict? Why are you making this video? All right, let's go. But it's what they chose to do with that realization that's the interesting part. So after they came to the realization that it wasn't their job to make the other person happy, they started to come to the conclusion that it was their own job to make themselves happy. Oh, wait, wait, if he gets in there, you can only be happy through God, like, I, okay, okay, like, oh my God, oh my God, please don't tell me, we can only find happiness through Jesus, Jesus comes inside of me, <laughs> okay, okay, I, I can't, I can't, hopefully this is not where he's going, hopefully this is not where he's going, I hope that he's, this is not where he's going. I mean, like, granted, like, the Bible does give permission to have more than, for a man to have more than one wife. Uh, but, okay, let's, let's go. It's my responsibility to make me happy, and it's her responsibility to make her happy. But from that conclusion, the next natural question is, how are they supposed to make themselves happy? You can only get so far by talking to your... It's gonna be God. It's gonna be God, right? It's gonna be God. Okay, let's go yourself and trying to make yourself happy so it would seem that the spouse could come in to help but they already decided that they weren't allowed to go to their spouse in order to find happy no no that's not what he said that's not what he said that's not at all what he said okay I, I, what's up with christian and dichotomies like i, I okay let's go let's go so since they couldn't go to each other to find happiness, they both separately decided to go outside of their marriage and cheat in order to make themselves. It's only cheating if no permission is given or if it's like, oh, my God. OK, <laughs> OK, OK, OK. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Happy. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time and you go figure out how to make yourself happy and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, it appears at a certain point they finally decided to give each other permission to sleep with other people and that they wouldn't stand in the way of each other's happiness even if that meant sleeping with other people. Now when it comes to me personally, me and my wife were in a similar position a few Do tell years ago huh no not that we were in an open marriage but that we too realized our inability to make the other person happy and it drove both of us crazy. But Sure. Okay. Whatever. Like I, I. Never mind that the 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 Bible was written back when most people didn't live past thirty five, and a, a lifetime of a marriage was like ten years. Like like I. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. That's what she said. But. Okay. Sure. I, I okay. Let's let's. 
Let's go. Let's go. But as we grew on our faith together, I started to realize the benefit. Oh, of course, it's God. Of course, as we grew in our faith together, of course, God, because God and Jesus. Again, Jesus came inside of him and he was saved of being in a Christian marriage and how it actually helped to rectify that same issue. The more that my wife and I contemplated the message of the gospel and what that meant for our lives, we both started to slowly come to the realization that our expectations started to shift and that our ultimate peace and happiness and joy ultimately came from God. I, I can't make this shit up. I can't make this shit up. I, I just can't. Oh my God. Oh my God. How? Why? What? I... Okay, okay, so, yeah, God makes you happy. I, I, if you're happy and you know it, say amen. Like, the fuck? All right, let's go. I realized that my joy and happiness and peace didn't come from my wife, but ultimately it came from a better understanding of who God is, how much he loves me, and what he did for me on the cross to demonstrate his love for me. And so again, Jesus came inside of you. Your joy and your happiness come. Like they're talking about physical and mental joy, and like you're you're equating that to God and Jesus. I I I I know your wife may have been screaming out, Jose, 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 but she wasn't talking about Jesus, dog. Okay, I joke, I joke, I joke. But yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, let, let's go. And so when those inevitable times came, when our spouse didn't have much to give for whatever reason, we were able to draw love from the source of love himself. I heard Tim Keller put it this way, and the way he punts it really resonates with me. He talks about how you can only give out large amounts of money if you have a different source of income that's paying you more than you're giving out. And likewise, if you don't have another source of money that's paying you well, then you won't be able to afford to be so generous with the money that you do have. I mean, like, it's funny. I, like, I get it. He's trying to equate that God is full of love and he's a way of giving love. But like... What's up with Yahweh in the Old Testament? Like, that wasn't a lot of love. That was just like, do the shit because I fucking said so, or I will fucking break your stiff ass neck. Like, that, that's, that doesn't sound like love to me. That sounds like authoritarian motherfuckers. I, I'm just saying, like, okay, let's, let's go. You'll be more concerned with the amount of money that you're giving out, and you have to watch that money very carefully. In a similar way, this is how love is. You can be generous with your love only if you're getting an enormous amount of love from somewhere else. So in this sense, when love is not a fucking resource, you dumb fuck. It is not. It is not a currency. It is not a resource. And oh God, oh God. Like if you want to say time is a currency, if you can actually say that because. You exchange it for something rewarding. But love is not a currency. It's not. Oh, okay, let's go. Let's go. And what love did Jesus give you or God gave you? The motherfucker was in the ground for a, a day and a half. And he didn't stay dead. He came back to life. And he knew he was going to come back to life. After he knew he was going to die. I. That doesn't sound like much of a sacrifice. Um, Harlan er um, Ellison said... Love is, not, uh, is nothing but sex misspelled. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, excuse me. Love? You, you misspelled sex right there. Bill and Jada are right that you need to have another source of love in order to feel fulfilled in your marriage and to be in a position where you can give out love. Jesus. Jesus is the other source of love. I just can't. I can't with this. Okay, let's go.
large amounts of love to one another. But in a Christian marriage, that source isn't other sexual partners since that won't ultimately satisfy you anyway. Instead, the I mean, like, Jody looks like she was getting satisfied by August. I'm okay, let's go, let's go. Source is the very source of love himself, and it's because of this that in a Christian marriage, marriage is not ultimately about happiness, but instead it's about the commitment to mutually agree to self-sacrificially serve one another, whether there's any feelings of happiness there or not. True. This motherfucker said that you should serve one another, whether there's a happiness in there or not. Ha okay, yeah, sure. Mm. But Jesus came inside. Now he loves her. Let's go. True love isn't just serving your spouse when they make you happy, but instead, it's serving them self-sacrificially even when they don't. And this is made so much easier if you realize... You know, this actual reason that he's using right now has been used to keep women in abusive relationships to the point where afterwards they're dead. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Screen capture. My, my, my screen capture game is super tight. Oh, right there. Right there. Oh, God. Yes. 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 That's, 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 that's a good one right there. All right. Okay. All right. Let's say that for later. All right. Let's go that your ultimate source of love is found in God rather than in your spouse. In the end, drawing your love from God will resolve that same issue while also being so much more fulfilling than having to result to being in an open marriage. That I mean, like, what if the problem is a uh, lack or non-connection of intimacy? What if you don't believe in your God? Like, we have so many questions. Most of us probably don't want anyway. Now, with that, there's so much... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, let's 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 roll it back a little bit. And drawing your love from God will resolve that same issue while also being so much more fulfilling than having to result to being in an open marriage that most of us probably don't want anyway. Now Is he trying to convince himself or he's just okay. All right, let's go. With that, there's so much more about this topic that needs to be said, including why agreements like open marriages and casual hookups or living together without being married and other things along those lines sound so tempting to us. But we'll save that for the next video. Uh, what's, what's the problem with open marriages, casual hookups, being polyamorous? What's the problem? If you show a commitment to people and playing safe, what's the problem? You think your soul is going to go to hell because it's had too much, you know, you know, coochie juice on your dick like the that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. All it sounds is that you may not like sex as much as you claim or you may not like what your partner is like you claim. That I'm so confused. I, I, I can't. I can't, guys. I can't. This whole shaming of sex is just detrimental. I'm tired of it. I can't do it. I I can't. Like, dude, like, I'm somebody who's poly. I can have multiple relationships, and it doesn't diminish my love for a partner. Like, did, like, isn't that, isn't their God example of a poly relationship? I, it's just one-sided, of course. But, all right, I, I'm... I can get well into that conversation 
in a very bad way. But we're going to cut a section here. So please like, share, subscribe, and all that good shit. Thank you for watching. And yeah.